Welcome to PR360, a weekly public relations podcast where we bring on the best and brightest minds in the PR industry. We discuss the important topics that you need to know. Tune in every Wednesday to find out. Hosted by Brett Dicer and in partnership with Global Results Communication. Find more information on globalresultspr.com. And welcome to a new episode of PR360. And I'm your host, Brett Dicer. And if you could please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, leave a review. It really does help with the rankings and let us know how we are doing. But this week, I have Paula. She's back. Guest hosting or actually guest being the guest of our podcast again. I'm back. But we're going to be talking a little bit more about the nonprofit that she's with. But if you didn't know, she has a history of doing PR work or global director in payments, corporate travel, nonprofit leadership. And it's just going to be great to have her back on the show. So welcome back to the show. Thanks so much. It's great to be back and uh, feel kind of special getting to come back for round two. So thanks. Thanks to you and the team. No worries. But again, I'm going to have to ask you if your answer's changed, coffee or tea drinker. D- still a coffee drinker. Haven't changed. Um, and ironically, I don't know if this is good or bad coffee just brings me peace in the morning i know it's for the caffeine you get charged up and ready to roll but it's like how i how i start my day so definitely still in the coffee crew mm. yeah i mean that's how i do it sometimes i need way more coffee than i should but sometimes i actually don't need it <laughs> at all anymore yeah you don't want to get twitchy yeah yeah so i mean can you give for listeners that didn't listen to your previous episode just a little bit more about your expertise and what i gave Sure. Yes. Thank you. Um, so as, as you mentioned, I am currently have the honor of uh, leading Golden Rule Charity in partnership with our board of directors and uh, a very dedicated team. And a little bit about Golden Rule. Um, we were launched in 2015. Our founder, Judy Walker, uh, had spent her career in hospitality, as many of us have on the board. Um, she worked for Share Our Strength, and that's how she and I met. I volunteered for an event with her um, years and years ago. Um, and it really was her dream to be able to launch and be part of an organization that really gave back to uh, those folks working in the hospitality and restaurant industries, behind the scenes, folks we don't necessarily see, you know, uh, definitely front of house, back of house, and really wanted to make a difference uh, directly with an individual. Um, you know, we talk about one individual at a time, one community at a time. Um, so that, that's really how Golden Rule came to be. Um, unfortunately, we lost Judy to a very long and courageous battle with cancer in early 2020. Um, so we're all still very saddened by, by her loss, but she is, she's with us. And, and I, I know she's cheering us on as we've been growing as an organization and as we work to continue to help more people within the industry. Nice. And I mean, how, how much have you helped people so far? I mean, we always talk about nonprofits and the history about it, but also how much have you actually helped people? Not in like a, how much you've helped people, but how much, yeah. how have you given back to people? How has it helped people during the pandemic not during the pandemic? What, ha- what has golden rule done for people that we may not actually know about? Sure. Sure. It's, it's been, you know, since I was able to ramp up both with Judy um, and then, uh, you know, in as last year, and then obviously COVID the understatement, you know, it hit um, it's been, such a humbling experience to uh, work with with our grant fulfillment director and and the team as we work with uh, those who've applied for grants. Um, just the the stories and the dedication that people have had to to their careers in the industry 
but also how how you know how close to the edge some people can be and you know how it's been so rewarding to be able to help and i know that we'll you know maybe we'll have the opportunity to talk about how we grant out our funds here in a little bit but we really provide support for supplemental living expenses to help help folks get back on their feet which has really been the focus you know over the last 18 months um, Pre-COVID, we also, uh, and this will, you know, continue as, as the organization uh, rolls on into the future of not only in times of crisis, but you know, if there's opportunity for times in times of joy where someone may need support, you know, for a child or, um, you know, someone in their family, you know, along those lines as well. Gotcha. And then, how does Golden Rule go about recruiting for their board members? Because if people don't know. Every nonprofit has to have board members, and then you probably want specific people for specific spots in the board with different types of backgrounds and skills. Yes, perfect. And I've I've certainly learned a lot as as you mentioned. You know, I come from mostly a corporate uh, background, um, but as I again have become more involved with Golden Rule, you know, what's great about the organization is I think all of us who are on the board today. Uh, we're almost part of the original board that Judy launched um, with the organization. A few, a few of us uh, came a few few years later, um, but but to your point, really, it does touch on you know board members with you know great links to the industry, either directly or um, you know through their own businesses um, that and but that really are dedicated to the mission of the organization um, versus you know someone just being assigned to help help somebody out. Um, um, so, you know, all the folks on our board, you know, if I if I could, you know, Pamela Waite with the Orange County Restaurant Association. Um, obviously, she's worked so closely with the industry and, and her work, um, launching TacoTuesday.com. Kelly Lamb, um, she's the owner of The Whole Purpose um, and really focuses on, you know, corporate wellness, but has has a great connection both through family and, and again, all of our connections with Judy. Um, Rob Wilson is a uh, chef and owner of Glass Bar uh, in Dana Point in Orange County. So he's he's in the trenches and he and Judy worked together uh, for years on, on a variety of events. Um, and then Gabby Luzar has joined us recently with Moss Adams. We all need that financial support and, and uh, strategy, if you will. And then, of course, Valerie Christofferson um, with Global Results Communication. So really, really touches on, on that expertise, you know, in, in different pockets. And then as we, you know, even as we look at, you know, expanding the board and what's what's the right way to go about it, it's it's something that, um, you know, the organization is very thoughtful about. And, you know, we'll be looking to to likely expand the board, um, you know, as we go forward, again, with that industry expertise. And then also as we think about, you know, outside of the board, expanding our ambassador program, um, where where folks who are very passionate about Golden Rule or may have helped us in the back in the past. Um, can can help us spread the word through their own expertise. You know, folks like Simon Majumdar has been involved with Golden Rule for years. We have a new partnership with Chef Brian Malarkey that I'll touch on in a little bit, um, and some other folks within the industry that will be um, help serve as ambassadors. So really, um, extra arms for those of us on the board. Gotcha. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there going, "How do I just start this actual nonprofit thing?" Can you guys give like a little bit of like tips if people are looking to actually start a nonprofit and how to fill mm -hmm. board members. So I'm pretty sure people are like, I really want to do something like this, but I don't know how to, because it's a very interesting process, just starting nonprofits and maintaining or even leading them in general. It, it is. It's, it's a daunting task. Again, one that is, is very rewarding. And, and just from, 
you know, and, and my my experience is, is this organization only. So, uh, you know, I think from if someone's out there looking to start or as a, a cause that they are very passionate about it and may have been working on it already, um, you know, really try to take a step back. And I know that Judy did this as well. And, and as you think about kind of the um, the administrative components of, of launching a nonprofits with, you know, applying for your 501c3, um, you know, uh, status with the IRS and, you know, all of those paper, all of that paperwork, make sure you have legal support. Um, you know, the, the, there are requirements um, for that status as well as, you know, creating bylaws that will um, can of course be amended down the road, but that, that's going to be your blueprint for, for growing and succeeding as a, as a nonprofit. Gotcha. And then can you explain the fundraising organization side of it and the funder side of golden rule because it seems like those are very two distinct different things that people may not know about they are and i've i've been learning as well um and a little bit for you know all obviously all nonprofits, well, all companies but all nonprofits are their fundraising organizations you know none of us can can do what we do and support our mission without um a generous support be it across individuals corporations um partnerships along those lines but as i'm learning you know the differentiation with the funder organization is someone like Golden Rule, we almost we almost serve as both, um, both sides of the fence. So it, it kind of ties into the visual of our logo of, of the yin and the yang, as I that just popped in my head um, right before we got on to, to think about, you know, we're a, little, we're a little bit of both, where we are obviously raising funds, um, but we also issue grants, um, you know, to our beneficiaries. And, and along those lines, you know, we wear the hat of a funder for, for our beneficiaries, but we are also, as a nonprofit, um, reaching out and applying with those grant making or funder organizations to help, you know, to help our organization raise, raise funds, if you will. So I've said funds a lot and a lot, you know, a lot of the same thing, but it's, it's interesting to, to learn and understand, um, you know, how to target the right funder organizations to apply um, as a nonprofit and also, um, you know, learning about their expertise, be it through, uh, there's a, there's a great organization here in San Diego called Catalyst, um, and they bring, um, uh, funder organizations together almost in a networking capacity, as I understand it. So it, it, that could be a great opportunity for us to learn how those folks, you know, from an operational perspective, um, work kind of, again, both sides of the fence for us. Gotcha. And maybe for PR pros that are working in this industry, is there any tips to actually like figure out how to get fundraising or funds through businesses? Cause I'm pretty sure it may sound easy, but businesses probably, especially big ones give a lot of funds everywhere. So how do you target the right ones and get the maximum amount of money for, from them without feeling like you're being too salesy, I guess is the best way of saying it. Right. That That's a great nugget and I'll take all the expertise back that, that might come your way, but it, and what I've learned, again, personally coming from a different corporate background, is is really as we as we have been successful with working with either corporate social responsibility departments within organizations like Young Brands or other companies, it's really how you tell the story of your mission and help pull at the heartstrings of of what you're working towards. And and as we have targeted organizations, it's really 
having that capability or bandwidth to be able to do the research and make sure that you are reaching out and you want to be respectful of the organization's time and be able to be considered as well. So it's it's hopefully aligning with with corporations and and you're right, there's so many wonderful foundations out there that do amazing work and support other organizations. It's it's getting that foot in the door. So it is it is a bit salesy, but again, as as I've learned and as we've been progressing, it's it's how you message that and really convey how you're how you're being successful with the funds if you are awarded a grant for your organization. Again, it's a reporting back of how you how you use what you've received. And I'm pretty sure the pandemic has changed how you do it because I'm pretty sure a lot of times it was face-to-face conversations and that went Mm -hmm. completely away. So did you rely more on content wise or did you rely mostly on just like Microsoft Teams, Zoom, using those types of things to communicate to those that you potentially want them to fundraise for or with you or for you? For you. You're right. We, We all had to adapt how how those conversations occurred and and so yes we obviously took took advantage of those technology tools that we're all now so adept at using over the past 18 months that doesn't mean to say that there hasn't been personal interaction if there were other you know other contacts that our board members may have had interaction with so it's still those personal relationships that help help provide that connection to organizations and you know for example we we were successful in partnering with Sun Family Foundation in Orange County, and it, it came to be through through another, you know, kind of face to face connection, and then made our way to to a new relationship. All right, and how does Golden Rule Charity issue grants to beneficiaries? So it's it's you know, in our last time we we talked we talked a lot about technology and and the payments component, which is at the end of the day it's it's a big piece of how we issue funds on behalf of our, our grantees or beneficiaries. The way we provide support is we work closely with a grant recipient who is, who's been approved to receive funding. And we actually pay the, you know, an agreed upon amount. We actually pay that directly to their vendor. So if we're helping somebody with their rent or we'll have vetted the, the appropriate channels and send the payment directly to the landlord so that both the grantee and we know that the funds are going for that particular use. Same across the board for a utilities company or transportation or a medical bill. So there's there's a manual process with the vetting that we're actually working to automate a little bit internally with some new technology launching. But it's that uh, kind of back and forth with both the grant recipient and then uh, the vendor to receive the payment. Mm-hmm. And then... Has fundraising, I mean, we talked about a little bit, but how has it changed fundraising, for example, for Golden Rule Charity? Has it changed drastically since you've been there? Has it been like little incremental steps and the pandemic just went, oh, now you got to change a lot. Has it been like more like that? Yes, the oh, yep, yep, that was it. So um, uh, pre, pre-pandemic, you know, really those personal relationships, you know, and, and Judy and, and the organization, we were very successful uh, with live events as far as a fundraising perspective goes. And obviously the halt came with live events then as well. Those are coming back. So we're very excited about that. But really, again, pre, pre-pandemic was, you know, individual donors, corporate donations and live events. That certainly came to, a lot of that came to a screeching halt in March of 2020. So really, challenged us as an organization of other areas that we were considering growing anyway, just the roadmap sped up. So again, looked at um, other other corporations that are tied or part of the industry. We took advantage of some online and hybrid events. 
retail partnerships. We just had an event with a retailer named American Giant based in the Bay Area. So we've gotten creative as we've gone along and and have just launched a fantastic new partnership with Chef's Life that I'll talk about here in a little bit, which is a uh, an amazing new line of cooking oils. It's launched by Chef Brian Malarkey. So we've we've gotten creative, and what's been what's been great is everyone's open to creativity because everyone's been trying to adapt their businesses over the last 18 months. And then for those that may not know, what is cause-based marketing? Because I'm pretty sure everybody knows what traditional marketing is because everybody seems to be a marketer nowadays. But what is cause-based marketing? <laughs> you know, it's interesting. It's it, And I don't know that it's, it's necessarily brand new, but I think people are, consumers are so much more likely to purchase a product or a service or get behind an, an organization if there's also a connection to a charity or you know something that they believe in. So consumers love and tend to be more loyal to businesses. If their values align. I feel good about making my purchase. That's going to help the company, et cetera. And it's really a way for those for-profit companies to really resonate with consumers. Um, that's, that's both meaningful, you know, and engaging. And is it actually different from traditional marketing or does it really become inspired by traditional marketing? Take a lot of those maybe tactics and strategies and just use it for more of a cause based marketing, or is it more that traditional marketing is going by the wayside? Everybody's doing cause based marketing. I think it's a little bit of evolution of both. I'm going to date myself, but you know, the traditional marketing, how we all grew up in the, in the industry of, of more of those tried and true components, if it was print or, you know, some other elements of advertising or marketing that still exist and are still needed. But as, as the industry and as marketing and technology has really advanced into more of a digital component, that's really playing a role. Um, and then you're able to layer on the cause marketing if it's products with a purpose. And and really, there's a lot of studies out there that really suggest, you know, different demographic groups. It really resonates, you know, all the way from Gen Z all the way up to baby boomers. But really, the, the Gen Z millennials, over 90% of that group would really act in support of a purposeful brand. Gen X, uh, well over 80% in those same decision makers and, and over 70, 75, close to 80%. Of, of the older generation. So it's really, really folks that are believing in, in a brand um, and, a per, and something that they personally believe in is really helping to drive decisionings. And how are you guys, Golden Rule Charity, actually leveraging this cause-based marketing? Are you doing more like content-wise? Are you working with chefs, as you've mentioned previously a little bit? How are you leveraging this? And, and yeah, so I, as, as I mentioned, so we've been very fortunate and very excited to have, have launched a partnership with Chef's Life, which is uh, a new line of cooking oils that's launched by Chef Brian Malarkey. And the, the products are now available in uh, over 1,800 Kroger stores, Kroger branded stores nationwide. And a portion of the proceeds of the sale of those oils also will benefit Golden Rule Charity. And, and it really aligns so greatly with, with Chef Malarkey and, and his dedication to the industry and his celebrity, if you will, of, of having that um, connection with so many others of his peers in the industry. And really came together of, you know, really believes in what Golden Rule is doing to really help those um, within the industry. So it's it's been a great launch, just getting launched, and and will be a long long partnership. But just the enthusiasm behind that, and it's really an opportunity 
I think for us, you know, as an organization, a nonprofit to really get a sense of, of how, how the cause-based marketing can really drive success for us. Mm -hmm. And is there any like new content wise you're going to be doing with this cause-based marketing, like podcasts or live streaming that you're going to be adding to it, especially with a chef, like a celebrity chef like that, this could help you guys with more leverage. Are you going to do any collaborations with that? Or are you going to stick to like more about what you've been doing previously? We really want to take advantage and really want to compliment the, the efforts of Chef's Life. Obviously, they're very savvy and, and know what they're doing of, of launching this product, and but really want to help tell the story and elevate the product messaging to highlight our support for the industry. It will go both ways of they've got our backs and we've got theirs. So it's it's really working together to make that happen and and to think about a little bit more about your question of, of how will we do that and, and taking a look at everything, expanding on many communication channels, you know, through organic and boosted social media. If we, you know, also think about our PR, joint PR efforts that are traditional and, and you know, those that are, that are new. And then also the influencer campaign. They have a, a Chef's Life, the team has a very strong influencer campaign and, and put a lot of effort and uh, commit to their campaign of even, you know, sending product out to, you know, a key group of influencers. Those along the lines of obviously the web experience across both of our websites and and for us, how else we can contribute to the partnership by not only telling the story of how we put the funds and help folks within the industry as a result of the Chef's Life partnership, which we will be doing. Those funds start granting out in direct correlation to the relationship, but also, you know, our donor constituent communication of how we're expanding the organization as a whole, just to create that additional piece of excitement. Nice. But fun question for you. What is your golden rule? So I, that, that's a very good question. And, and um, I fancy myself as, as an observer, if I'm in a room or at a restaurant, we're going to use that. I think it says a lot about a person's character when you can watch folks interact. I really think all of us, if we haven't already, we should have been a server. We should have worked in a hotel. We should have been dealing with the public or even a retail job. And when once you have been on that side of it and dealt with the public, you have an appreciation for what it takes and you learn a lot on your feet. You've got to think on your feet. You become hopefully a little bit more articulate in dealing with the public and then you're on in front of guests. So for me, you know, the golden rule is just really watching and, uh, you know, aligning with who treat others well and can put yourself in, maybe it's the empathy side of me, put yourself in their shoes and really, really understand that, you know, maybe just because I'm having a bad day doesn't mean I should make someone else have a bad day. Very true. I think most of us have all worked in retail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, any final thoughts for our listeners? Again, I just really thank you for um, the opportunity to come back and tell a little bit more about the Golden Rule Charity story and hope that what we've shared today um, will resonate with the audience. And again, thank, thanks for having us. No worries. We're always glad to have you back. But thank you, Paula, for joining PR360 again and sharing your knowledge and a little bit more about Golden Rule Charity. Great. Thanks. And thank you for listening to PR360. As always, please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music Review. It really does help with the rankings. Let us know how we're doing. And join us next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. All right, guys, stay safe. Get brushed up on some of that cause-based marketing. And check out Golden Rule as well. And see you next week. Later.